Head over to BoardGamePrices.com to find the best price and availability for thousands of games. Hello my friends, it's the Game Boy Geek here. Today we're going to be building our very own civilization. And we'll be going off and exploring, maybe all the way to the stars. Or maybe we're exercising our military might. Maybe we are going down a science track or even getting and upgrading technologies. We're going to be building up our capital cities and we're going to be playing tapestry cards which is going to give us different strategies to go down. Today we're taking a look at Tapestry, a civilization game by Stonemeyer Games that's coming out soon. It's for one to five players. Now today I'm just going to show you an overview and a component showcase. I took some cool pictures and things of some of the intricate components in this game. Now this game is under uh, review embargo which means I won't be offering an opinion in this video. I will do so as soon as that embargo is lifted. But for now I'm going to show you how the game works and give you some showcase components and a lot of the cards and a lot of the civilizations and things like that. So here we go. Now Tapestry is a civilization game and it wouldn't be one if you didn't have a civilization to start with. Now in the game there's actually 16 of these different civilizations. Now each player gets two civilizations randomly at the beginning of the game, you get to select one of them, but these essentially give you some asymmetric powers and abilities that happen throughout the game. Now I'm not sure if you can see this, but up here in the leaves, if you look closely, you see like almost little speckles and we're really zoomed in here. That's because this has sort of a, not a rough feeling, but a sort of a, it's not shiny, it's not flat, it has a textured feeling to it that I haven't felt in any type of components like this that are used in a game before. It feels very nice and just another step forward for uh, Stonemeyer Games and their production of their games. It's beautiful and it feels great. Each player is also going to get one of these capital city maps, like the grassland, desert, forest, tropical, wetland, or mountain. And over the course of the game, you're going to be building things in your city map. And so each of these shows you regions that you can't build in. And so it's sort of a different puzzle depending on which one you get. Now the game board itself is double-sided. It has this side here, which is for one to three players and has a smaller map in the middle. And on the other side is a larger map for four or five players. It also changes some of the scoring and things like that. Now, in addition to the main board, there's also a landmark board. There's going to be buildings that are going to be placed on here. And this kind of shows you the shape of those buildings because you're going to end up trying to put some of these in your own civilization. Now, the insert of the box actually holds all of these gorgeous landmarks that are already pre-painted. I mean, these things are gorgeous. And here's what these look like close up once they're placed on that mat. As you can see, they definitely are very beautiful. And here's a look at some of the back row ones. Now each player is going to get an income mat, which is going to help them track a lot of things throughout the game, like resources of coins, food, workers and culture, and different buildings like houses, markets, farms, and armories. And here you can check out the great detail that went into making all of these different components. Now the game is played over multiple rounds of players taking turns clockwise and you're trying to have the most points and there's plenty of different ways to do so. Now on a player's turn, most of the time they're going to be moving down one of these four different tracks. And those are either going to be exploration, technology, military, or science. So when you move down a track, you're simply going to take your token and move it down to the next one there. And then you'll gain the benefit here, but you need to spend a certain resource depending on where you're at. Like this is spending any one resource. If you're going into here, you're going to be spending a food and a resource and things like that. But you only have finite resources, so at some point you're not going to be able to have 
any resources to really move any further on any of the tracks. And at that point, instead of moving down one of the tracks, which is called advancing, you end up getting income. Now the game's played over five errors. One, two, three, four, five. And each time you gain income, you're gonna go to a next era. And each player can go to different errors at different times, so some players might actually even finish the game at the end of their fifth era before others. Now, in the first turn of the game, everyone actually has to take an income phase, and the income phase will, uh, you know, differ depending on which error it is, one, two, three, or four. In this first one, we simply just collect. Now, we look at these four different tracks on our income board, and anything that you can see, you actually gain. So, in this case, we're going to gain a coin, a worker, a food, and a culture, and we track those by these resources down here. Now, some of these are going to give us conditional victory points depending on other things we've done. Sometimes, we're actually going to get things like a tile, for example, which we'll place face up and we'll be able to place on the board when we take other actions. And here, you get to gain one of these cool tapestry cards, which gives you some different strategies to go down, either right when you play it or for this entire era. Now, you'll be drawing these from the face down draw deck, but I want to show you what some of these look like. Now, I mentioned that you're going to, need to be going through different eras and different things will happen depending on which era you actually are starting. And playing a tapestry card in these different spots in eras 2, 3, and 4 are ways that those tapestry cards come into effect at, you know, a little bit further in the game. Now, I'm not going to go over what all of these spaces do and things like that because there is a great reference guide which goes over what all of those spaces do. But I'll quickly describe the main types of things that happens in each of the four spots. So in this case, when you're going up exploration, you'll often be placing tiles and you can place them in any tile next to something that you control. And everyone actually starts in a certain numbered spot depending on which capital city they actually had. And when you place these, you can spin them anyway, things like that. And you're trying to match up at least one of the areas with as many of the sides as you can. So for example, in this area here, I've matched up a, a mountain here, I've matched up a forest here, and I've matched up a forest here. So actually I'll get a point for each of those, so three points, plus I'll get what one of what's on this tile. In this case, star is that culture. So we'll move that up on our income track. Now, moving up the science track will often have you roll this science die, which will allow you to move up other tracks, like the exploration one again, for example. Sometimes you won't be able to take the benefit of the space you move to. Sometimes you will, for example. Moving up the military track often allows you to conquer. And this allows you to conquer different territories that you're adjacent to, shoring up your own defense, or instead, sometimes actually going and conquering others. But you always get to roll the die, which will get you either a resource or sometimes straight points or sometimes points, depending on how much you've already controlled. You'll get to pick either of those. And moving up on the technology track often allows you to invent things by getting a tech card. Now you'll be selecting from either three face up or one off the top, and these will do different types of things as you upgrade them. Now they go near your capital city, and once you upgrade them, there's certain ways to do that down the technology track, or as you go through different eras. When you get here, you'll upgrade the circle, which in this case is, you know, a culture, or sometimes it's just straight points. And when you're able to upgrade it again to the square, you'll get here, which sometimes is straight points. Sometimes it's things like, hey, you get to actually get uh, this building, the barn, and place it into your capital city and things like that. Now, speaking of capital cities, as you go to spots, sometimes you'll be able to get buildings. And if you're the first one to go to the next tier of a spot, you'll get one of the big landmarks. And when you're placing any of these in your city, you're trying to fill up rows and columns, again, anywhere where there's a red dot, it's filled, because during the income phase, one of the things you'll be doing is every row and column that's filled up, you'll be getting an extra point. Also, you look at this, there's nine sort of subsections, and anytime you fill up completely one of those, you get a resource of your choice. And another important aspect is as you're going up those different tracks and you're putting buildings of those types down, it's opening up and unlocking new spots. And so when you go to the next era and you go through the income turn, you're going to be getting more and more things as you unlock what's underneath these specific buildings. 
For example, you go all the way up the, the armories and you'll get all the way to 10 points right there, but you'll be getting all of this if you're able to unlock all that when you go to the income phase. And speaking of unlocking things, if you get all the way to the end of the exploration track, you'll be getting these really cool space tiles, which end up being very powerful, allowing you to do different actions and sometimes get points, or sometimes, you know, even get like a huge amount of points, for example. And there's also many ways to get points throughout the game on the different tracks as you move up them. And again, the game's gonna keep going until all players have gone through all five errors, which means different players will be done at different times. Whoever has the most points at the end is the winner. I did want to show you what the Merrymakers did. This was the civilization we got. Uh, at the beginning of your income turns in uh, errors two through five, you get to move one of these up and take the advantage. So for example, you can get straight points, you get tiles, different cards, dice, uh, you know, resources, things like that. Now I do want to showcase the civilizations in the game. So you feel free to just pause as these different ones pop up if you feel like reading what these do. And now I'm going to highlight some of the tapestry cards again. I'm going to go through a handful of these. Just go ahead and pause them and read them if you like. Now there is a Shadow Empire variant if you're playing with two players only and you want to add more interaction. You can use some of these different cards to help them move up on different tracks and things like that. And much like many of Stonemaier games, it has the Automa solo system that you can play a solo game with. Well, I hope you liked this overview, gave you a feeling for how the game worked. I showed you a ton of those tapestry cards, all, pretty much all of the civilizations to give you a feel for really what's in this game. And of course, showed off those components for you. Now, I do look forward to giving you my opinion of this game once that embargo is lifted. And we'll see you then. This has been the Game Boy Geek, breaking down barriers, growing relationships through board games by helping you find the next one you'll love. Did you miss the Game Topper 2.0 Kickstarter? Have no fear, it's not too late to get in on the ultimate gaming accessory. Convert your table into a high quality gaming table with a fully portable Game Topper system and take advantage of some of the best three millimeter premium gaming mats in the industry. New styles, new sizes, and new accessories can be yours. Upgrade every game you play by late backing now at GameToppersLLC.com.